Sammy. And I'm Steve. And you're listening to Rose Plate Special, the most dramatic, beach-separatingist, beach-faintingist, mm. um, Rodney switch uppingest recap podcast of The Bachelor ever. Oh, buongiorno! Oh my god, I'm so glad he's gone. Ugh, I'm so we glad. We all are. Every minute with him on television is a minute of my life I'll never get back. And mm, ain't that the truth. I want him to pay me for for my time <laughs> dealing with his crap. So yeah, wow, what a what a week. I actually so I went to go see a movie on Monday and my mom was like watching the bachelor you know and i like mm-hmm. got out at eight forty-five, and i was like and i called her and i was like oh shit sorry i'll let you watch the last 15 minutes and she goes well you'll have plenty to talk about on your podcast so i hope you enjoyed the <laughs> shout out mom as you're probably doing Hi, laundry when you listen to this um <laughs> and i was like oh no and she's like well there's a lot going on this week but i was actually surprised i feel like Monday's episode wasn't as dramatic as I thought it would be. And Tuesday's was definitely more so. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, so we've got, so we start this week with the separation. And this is before, like, the women know that they'll be accompanied by new men. And, you know, and also it's, oh, yeah, it's like the guys are feeling alone. I wrote, especially our daddy. And we've got <laughs> seven girls and 12 guys. And they're like, oh, my God, it's going to be a bloodbath. And I love that Peter was like, oh, you know, I think this might be it for me. It's like, you think? <laughs> yeah, maybe, buddy. Just Gee, maybe. I don't know. I'm just not sure. Um, So now Ashley and Jared are allowed to leave um, because they had their contractually obligated sex on the beach. Just kidding. Yep. Um, Al- allowed to leave instead of me forcing them off the beach. I feel like it wouldn't it be an effed up contract if they're like, you have to have a baby in paradise. God. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Conceive a child. Yeah, do it. It's the law. Um, and then, okay. Oh, so yeah. So that was weird. And then I was like, all right, well, they're leaving. Bye. Um, I wrote something about Shanae maybe getting one over, but then my writing got cut off. So I don't know. But anyway, this was when Shanae was in a love triangle. Um, and then I wrote, Peter is an ugly dude who says ugly shit and is proving my point. Um, so this was really interesting, right? So like tensions are high. We're about to get to the rose ceremony. Everybody's kind of making their last ditch efforts. And what Peter decides would be like a really good idea is to tell everyone that all Brittany can talk about is TikTok and Instagram, which like, I don't get that vibe from her at all. No, so lying. And like, nobody believes you. Like all the guys were like, really? That's weird. Like, cause we've been on the beach longer than you and she hasn't done that to us. So isn't that strange that you would say that? And it's totally the whole, like, you're ugly anyway, right? You know, like, well, I didn't even like you anyway. I think you're fake or whatever. Like, once mm-hmm. a guy gets rejected, a guy like him, they they just, like, start hurling insults. Like, every girl who's been on a dating app has experienced this at one point or another. <laughs> um, So, anyways. Oh, go ahead. No, yeah, this, this guy is he's beyond trash not that we didn't know already but it's like come on dude but it's like he's like he's like a caricature of himself like it's just like it's so much worse than i thought it would be and then casey is like now's my chance to make myself look good by proxy so i'm going to stir the pot and make him look worse uh, this is going to work out great for me, which we kind of saw in a smaller capacity when he was on The Bachelorette. He mm-hmm. was part of the group that was like, you know, trying to be on like the right side of things and all the drama. Right. So like yeah, Casey's yeah. like, this worked once. It will work again. This is what I'm going to do. I don't have any prospects. So like this is my only hope. And I'm like, it's yeah. not going to work, Casey. Um so then, you know, he's kind of like, well, yeah, Peter's a real asshole because he said all this stuff. And the women are like, 
what? And he's like, yeah, it's pretty bad. Don't you want to like kick him off? And they're like, yeah, actually we do. And so then they're like, we were all talking and we're going to kick you off the beach. And, and Peter's like, well, I don't think you can do that. And it reminded me of when I was like 20 and my, I like got an apartment with somebody I met on Craigslist, which like is usually bad, but she was very cool. And like, I still think she's like a, a great person, but the problem mm-hmm. was the third person who lived in our apartment was a total fucking nightmare. And we both, we split a bottle of wine to try to tell him to move out. Oh God. We're like, how do we get him out of here? Right. Cause we're like, we really like each other and we would like to live together for the foreseeable future. Right. So we like split a bottle of wine and we're like, we think it's a good idea that you move out. Cause like, we don't want you here. And he was like, <laughs> He was like, well, I'm not moving out. And we were like, we did not anticipate this answer. <laughs> like, But what if, if you did? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, well, what if you got the fuck out right now? Um, So it was like, it was like shocking. Because I'm like, if people didn't want me around, you're not going to catch me staying around. I'd be like, okay, I'm going to leave. And I'm also like very embarrassed or like I feel bad or whatever. And he's just like, is, I don't know immune to that and he's just like well i don't think i should leave and they're like well no one's giving you a rose so you should probably go this is getting weird and then i still don't totally get what happened but somehow there was like this kerfuffle all this stuff going on and then casey like did he pass out or what happened what the hell happened yeah i i think so i it's weird because, like, I don't know if you've ever had, like, a panic attack before. but this Oh, that's like kind of what like you a... think that was? That? Yeah. Yeah, I can see well, that. especially the way that he contextualized it afterwards. And I guess, you know, you're out in the heat and the humidity and you're drinking. And then you have this big oh, emotional yeah. moment. And then after he passed out, he was like, yeah, so I got really overwhelmed by the conflict I created. And I got <laughs> yeah. and ate shit. Which is which is interesting. I'm, I mean, I'm happy that he was candid. Uh, oh yeah, I, I think he was being honest. Yeah, but yeah, but it, it, I, I'm also shocked because I, I didn't think that he that he would be the type of person that. I mean, obviously, we're just seeing the TV version of it, but he doesn't seem like the type of person who would do that. And then also knowing, you know, these kinds of situations and extreme conflict and all this uh, tends to trigger this response in me. Like usually, you know, this shit. Especially he's almost forty, so. I think he's kind of, he, he understands himself and his body. Um, and I, I mean, I am prone to panic attacks and there's things that trigger those panic attacks. I usually do my best to avoid them, not on national television, be like, mm, got to roll the dice on this one. But at the same time, sometimes, sometimes you got to like, you got to swing for the fences because you're trying to stay on paradise. So that is a really interesting way of contextualizing it. I didn't think about it in that. Like I thought, I thought about like the whole, like, alcohol and humidity and you know lack Mm -hmm. of sleep type of stuff but i didn't think about yeah then if you're like predisposed to (laughs) yeah and this is me just being an extreme like anxious person who has had panic attack issues before and probably reading too much into a television show but just based on like how he was candid about it and what he said and then given the circumstances i think i wouldn't be surprised if that's what happened so be he also to see what he says about it. Yeah, apparently he also did really fuck up his um uh ankle. Oh, so, yeah. He, he so, went down hard and they had to like stretch yeah. him out of there. So he said, okay, so this is what I'm getting. So before he passed out, right, he said to Wells that he felt dizzy, which like I've experienced that where I was like I don't feel so good and all of a sudden I was on the floor. And I didn't mm-hmm. remember what happened after, like, when I came to, I was like, what happened? <laughs> and it's like, well, you said you didn't feel so good. And then you were done. And I was like, oh. um, but apparently he said he had three broken bones. He had three operations after leaving the show. So he, like, really effed up his butt bad. And then mm-hmm. he hasn't, like, walked on it in four months. Yeah. And he said he said he had heat exhaustion and stress. Um, and that's why he passed out. Yeah, that's fair. Well, yeah. I, uh, I, 
I hope he's feeling better and that sucks, dude. I, I hope you get back on your feet quite literally. And uh, I, I hope you're in a less stressed out place moving forward. <laughs> yeah, I know you're listening, bud. We love you. I mean, I really am rooting for Casey. Oh, God. oh my God. He he posted a picture of his x-ray on Instagram. It is gnarly. What was weird? Gnarly. Too, he, was, he was just like, oh, yeah, you know, like he was pretty chill about it. And then as soon as they like touched his ankle and took his sock off, he was just like, oh, boy, that hurts. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, what happened? It. Yeah. And there's like a picture. There's an x-ray on his Instagram of mm-hmm. just so many screws <laughs> like i mean <laughs> one two three four five six like uh ten screws uh holy cow yeah three broken broken bones hasn't walked in over four months well you know that's what happens when you're getting up in years <laughs> yeah. something that would that a 24 year old would walk off we're not so lucky <laughs> oh my god that's really really wild um Aw, someone said the way you had me laughing throughout your time. Main character energy. I Casey does have main character energy. I loved yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, so that was quite an ending. I can't believe it. Um a lot of a lot of um a lot of support on his Instagram. Some people are also confused. And someone wrote got milk. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's pretty that's pretty wild stuff. Um yeah, and and other people were saying that they thought it was like yeah anxiety. So it sounds like other people interpreted it the same as you. So anyway, so Casey leaves the show with a bang. So all of a sudden the men are dropping like flies, and you're like, oh, wait. So now there's three left, right, that are gonna leave, and then Danielle comes in, <laughs> mm. and you're like, huh? Um, and I remember, like, it's interesting because I feel like they kind of glossed over this a little bit. But Danielle and Wells had, like, a whole thing in Paradise. And Wells was just kind of like, Danielle's a dear friend. But, like, they were pursuing each other in Paradise. And then I think it was that Danielle left. Yeah. Right? And it kind of was, like, an ambiguous leaving. It was very strange. Um, this was, like, a number of years ago now. So my memory ain't so good. But... I remember that. And then she came back. And remember what I said last week? No one should doubt me. Remember what I said last week? I was like, when they talk in the interviews, they talk about people that they're looking forward to seeing. Why the hell would they bring Danielle out here if Michael hadn't said something about wanting to meet her? Or she said something about wanting to meet him. Like, that is such a random person to pull in. What are the chances? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. So anyway, people should just listen to me because I know what I'm saying sometimes, but not all the time. But this time I did. Uh, So anyway, it's like, okay, you know, it looks like um, our favorite person, you know, Michael is not going to be able to catch a break. But guess what? Here comes, you know someone riding in on a on a horse and gonna rescue him and okay well said something very heteronormative and, and i was gonna say the heteronormativingist, um but then i was like that's too many um but he was like oh they're like the same person but with a different genitalia so they should get together and i was like that's just a weird thing to say come on also don't Please. say genitalia yeah, on like, the it's just like come weird. on man yeah um anyway so, but anyway, so now the, the cocktail party is over. Danielle really only talked to one guy. So now we've got two men who are leaving instead of five. Oh, mm-hmm. how the turntables. And then we got, oh, a thunderstorm in paradise. Very dramatic. And there were like, most of the things were kind of like, we knew what were going to happen. This wasn't that surprising of a rose ceremony. But there yeah. was a question of who Shanae was going to pick. Um, I guess that was kind of it. So she picked Logan. Da, da, da. And then and then Genevieve, we were pretty sure, was going to pick Aaron. And, of course, Danielle picked Michael because, duh. Mm-hmm. And so Justin and James are going home and the bromance has split up on the beach and it's very sad. 
Um, it, but, that is really sad, to be honest. It's, it's, it's sad to see the ultimate power couple just torn apart. They should have been like, if you give a rose, like they should have done the thing where it's like, if you give a rose to one of us, you give a rose to both of us and we both get to stay. They should have done that. Anyway, what's one more dude on the beach? Come on now. Um, but yeah, so Michael's not so sure. So now it's like, it was like, okay, well, I guess I want to put my hopes on Danielle. And then he's like, well, I'm not so sure the next morning when they like go on a date. And it was like kind of an odd date. I feel like they were like, well, it was awkward, but it was fine. And maybe they're getting along. Hard to say. Ambiguous. (laughs) They both lost people that they were with. So it it sure they got that in common rough to me it's like yeah i don't i don't like just the thrust of this whole thing i still think michael shouldn't be there i'm glad that he wants to move on but it's like dude like i I mean take a shot every time michael talks about his deceased wife and you'd be blackout drunk 10 minutes into the show it it's just like everything is framed with that i know it's such a big part of his life but man again dude the therapy good dating shows bad that is the advice that i have for you that being said i i think uh this is his best shot because it's someone who is a little bit older and also someone who has experienced loss in her life in similar fashion milwaukee gal bet you didn't know that i did at one point know that yes yes but i forgot but yeah that makes sense but then she moved didn't she didn't she live in nashville or something i think she did i think she did and my my bachelor connection here is my friends my friend john's sister her and her current fiance met because of of her the the bachelor wow interesting six degrees of bachelor separation well look at her playing cupid Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. interesting well we hope that she finds love of course she's very nice of course we do. Of course. I, I always liked her so i was happy to see her back on the show and yeah it's like i guess if anything anything makes sense here this is gonna make sense right so we'll yeah. see what's going on but i bet you're wondering how does sierra feel about all this because this has got to be freaking weird to see um yeah so apparently, so she said um, she's okay and she's well. She said this on Monday. And she said at the time she knew, um, like last Monday, um, what she could and couldn't handle mentally and emotionally. She had enough self-awareness to recognize that staying on the beach wasn't in her best interest. She didn't see it playing out in a positive way. So she thought it best that she would go home. But wait, so this was from last week. So I... I I thought I saw something about her saying that she like wasn't um, like that she wasn't happy about. I knew that Sierra like wasn't okay with what was going on. And that was what I was just trying to find before my whole computer took a crap on me. Um, (laughs) But did you hear anything about that as I, as I buy some time and and look for it on my phone instead so that I don't wreck everything. Oh yeah. She feels disrespected. Um, oh. that that was the quote and and she said it was a convenient storyline let's see if this is a reputable source or not um i feel def- oh okay yeah so michael you know he said like i felt defeated and there's a little bit of hope here right um and oh apparently like wells yeah and wells was like kind of trying to set them up because he thought it made sense. So it sounds like he also had a hand in it. Um, uh, oh, he said they cut it, but I told Michael that I had someone for him and then walked up the steps of paradise, welcomed Danielle and told her to go find Michael. And that was like a scene that was cut from the show, which is really interesting. Um, and let's see. It's way harder to choose happiness and work toward it. I'm trying to find the Sierra quote. Um, and he even said, like, maybe this is the last first date of my life, right? Which is, like, a pretty big thing to say. Um, yeah, Sierra tweeted, I feel highly disrespected. I'm going to go meditate. Hashtag Bachelor in Paradise. And she said that Danielle's arrival was convenient. 
And they said that they had mm. a little bit of history, you know, um, and that wasn't, and that wasn't cool. So yeah, people aren't happy. People aren't happy about it. Um, yeah. Everyone's saying, well, that's convenient. And I'm like, listen, just let him have some love. Okay. But I do think it's, well, it suck for, um, Sierra. I do get that. That, that would be pretty sad, but anyway, um, let's see. So, okay. My favorite part before the women move out is, um, I, did you catch what Johnny was saying? I thought this was like really great. Um, Johnny was like, uh, oh, I love, uh, taking a girl to an amusement park because if you take a girl to an amusement park, like it gets her adrenaline going and it's like good, you know, whatever, like it bonds her to you. So then when she thinks about you, she thinks about the time she went to an amusement park and, and like, and, and I was like, you're, you're basically talking about how the bachelor works right now. You know, I know that's exactly it. I was like, <laughs> I was like Johnny's genius. What's yeah. Going on? Yeah, I was like, Johnny, you're talking exactly about what happens on The Bachelor. And I was like, he understands this, you know, front and back. But anyway, um, so then, you know, all the all the women are like, you know, Jesse's like, so is everybody in a good place? Is everybody feeling happy? And they're all like, yes, I'm feeling very happy. He's like, how about you? Are you also feeling happy? Yes, I'm also happy. Okay, great. So we're going to ruin that. Um, women. Uh, pack up and leave. Bye. Mm. Get off the beach. Get off the beach. We've go sob it out. Five new women coming. Uh, one of them's from Australia. Just tough with you. Oh. And how uh, hard is that? A beautiful Australian woman. Yeah. Woman? I, mean, I feel on. like I've barely seen her on the show, though. Like I don't. I haven't I seen know. her like really bond with anybody yet. But anyway, um, yeah, he's just like, all right, so uh. Bye. Okay, you can go now. Go to this other place, and we'll see you in a week. Don't worry. Oh, no, an Australian woman. Can it be? Fine. So they start packing up, and Jill is smart and was like, well, this is it for me. And it's like, yeah, because you're with a dude mm -hmm. who, like, actually pretty much sucks. Like, Yeah, Jill, if it helps, it, it was never really... It wasn't going to last. Let's, I mean, it's not your fault. These women should be smarter than this. They should be thinking, you know what? If I'm with somebody and we said that we were committed and well, this is basically, oh God, what's the name of this? There's like game theory, you know, that's like this. Like what's the, I can't remember the name of it where it's like, you know, there's a job, there's like a big pot of money. Right. Um, mm -hmm. And you can decide to split the money like it's you and somebody else and you can decide to split the money or you can decide to, that you want to take all the money. And if like, say you and I uh, can get a million dollars, right. But we both mm -hmm. would have to vote to get half a million to split it. Oh wow! If I say a million and you say split it, then I take the whole thing. If you say a million and I say split it, you take the whole thing. If we both say a million, we don't get anything. Right. Oh, wow. Do you know what I'm talking about? I'd split it with you. You yeah. know what I'm oh, talking I'm about? Familiar. Yeah, like uh, like uh, the Dark Knight does this, right? It's the same game theory with like the Joker and the bus and whatever. Um, or like the fairy or whatever. I, it's been a long time since I watched it. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, so that's what they're doing. That is exactly like the game theory thing they're doing, where it's like, you don't know how the other person is going to look. The million dollars is like, the relationship and how you're going to be received on TV. And mm -hmm. even if they talked before, they don't know how the other person is voting, like what decisions they're making in their respective locations. So the best scenarios for them would be to split the money by either like they're both dating people in their respective yeah. locations or they're both staying loyal. But if one of them's like, I want to stay loyal and the other person is dating somebody, then that looks bad to the, you know, you know what I mean? So mm -hmm. that's what's happening here. And it's, I think it's a very interesting thing to see happen, but it's like, Jill, if you know that, you know, it's like they're doing you a favor because if you wanted to be committed and he's going to F around, then do you really want to be with him long-term anyway? No, like gross. No, Absolutely thank not. you. No, no. So, so anyway, that's like cutting out the middleman. You're welcome. 
Um, you might as well though, have because, fun, you know? Yeah. I guess, I guess it's hard because it's such a, like a weird fucked up, like controlled environment. Yeah. Cause part of me looks at it from, you know, an arm's length and I'm like, okay, so you've known this guy for five days and you're just sobbing uncontrollably. Also, it is quite clear that he is a fuck boy. And even if you're both weirdos, I don't know what your long-term prospects are here, but also the show is designed to like create these emotional bonds and also create emotional chaos. So you can't handle your shit. So it is difficult, but I honestly, I think Victoria has been able to handle this the best, <laughs> which is weird. Not that I want to give too many props to her. Yeah. Don't give too many props like, to her. I mean, honestly, she's like, yeah, I really like Johnny, but what am I going to fucking do? And I hope he stays loyal. But if he doesn't like, whatever you know which i guess good on her for being confident enough and and smart enough to know what the show is but yeah it's it's hard especially for someone like jill who's just quirky and weird and i want more weirdos on this show you know oh yeah she's like the best weirdo but that's the thing it's like she's she's great and like he's not like he can do weird but it's like he's not smart like you could be with someone smarter than that and weird like shoot for yeah. the moon friend so <laughs> when she's like ugh, i'm just like not having fun and then it's like five hot guys walk into your hotel room like hello just go flirt with some of them like and they're feeling desperate because they don't know anybody else and they need to stay on the beach right so like you know, use it to your fullest advantage, even if it's not going to go anywhere. It's self-preservation. You deserve to have fun. You've had a hell of a time on this beach, Jill, and we are really rooting mm -hmm. for you. So just, just, just go have a good time. You know, Tyler, by the way, looking real good. So I feel like he, oh, yeah. he, he He's definitely glowed up from his like cutesy pizza oh persona. The internet was melting down. Uh the the women of paradise were melting down. Tyler is the, the hottest commodity. It's weird too, because you look at him and you're like, okay, like he's pretty chiseled and he's a he's a conventionally handsome man. But there's something about him where I look at him and I'm like, I think he's like five foot two, but also he has such like powerful, handsome man energy that he transcends his height and i don't even know if that's he could be like six five i have we no love clue. a short like king we kid. love a short yeah. king oh he's the ultimate short king <laughs> watch i'll look him up it's like he's 5 11 like, oh shit well he just looks short something about the way that he, he was on the show it's like how fucking tall is this guy okay we're looking it up what's his height he's six foot oh no that's tyler cameron never mind never mind he's 5 10 5 11 oh, okay so yeah except there's nothing short about him Although I guess on The Bachelor there's a lot of bigger dudes, yeah, there's a lot of you know athletes and whatnot. But yeah, something I, maybe maybe it's because he has kind of a slight frame, like he's very muscular, but he's not like naturally bulky, so that makes him look. I don't know, I don't know. Yeah, good dude though. I put Olu in all caps because I was excited to see him on the show again. Um, Rick, I always liked Rick. He looks like he perpetually has eyeliner on, and he's like a nice dude. Um, Alex, who I don't really remember, but he's very good looking. Um, and then Tyler, yeah, everybody's hot commodity. And then Adam from Australia. We got to have mm. one one each <laughs> from Australia. Very exciting. Um, okay, but also before I get too far off, because I, I really am like skipping around a lot. So sorry, everybody. Um, so we know like, okay, so we know Lace is nervous and this mm -hmm. plays out throughout the entire episode. But she should be nervous because Rodney's awesome. And uh, of course, someone's going to try to snap him up because I really I mean, I'm very pro Rodney. I think he's very cool. Um, yeah. OK, so we've got the new women. Kate, I kind of remember Kate from Clayton season. Um, I don't remember how far she got, though, but I like remember her. And I feel like was there something around her or am I making that up in my brain? So I, I don't know. She she falls into the category of like, I have no memory of you because you like her entire aesthetic is bachelorette or bachelor contestant. So, yeah, she... I, I, I can't I can't I miss I mix her up with other people. You either have to be a maniacal villain or a weirdo or someone who isn't like a five seven 
conventionally attractive blonde. I, I thought she did something. I feel like she, I thought she did something kind of. Uh, I just don't remember. I thought there was. <laughs> oh, oh, wait. Oh, no, not Claire. Let's see. She killed a man. <laughs> no, I, I was trying to remember like where she. She worked at. OK, so she worked at Oppenheim. I knew she had a connection to selling Sunset. I remember that. Um, apparently she went on a date with Harry Styles once. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. This is the stuff that I found. I just can't remember. I thought that there was something that happened with her, but like, again, hard to remember. And and sorry if you're yelling at me right now, everyone listening. Okay. (laughs) I'm just very scattered today in general, apparently. Okay. So there's her, then there's Sarah. And we remember some of the stuff with Sarah was kind of weird with Clayton. Like it was like the Sarah and the yeah. Mary stuff and whatever. And then the Australian lady and then Eliza and Jacenia, right? Those were all the new women. Yep. Okay. I was like, that is great. We love Jacenia. Yeah. She's I like fun. just, I'm very pro Jacenia. She's cool. Like I, yeah. And Eliza seems really cute. Um, I don't really remember her, but she seems cool. Um, but yeah, so then, so then we've got, okay. So Jacob is like, oh, well, I've got something real with Jill, but I have butterflies. So, like, I'm going to fuck it all up. Um, And Rodney starts talking to Eliza right away. And then, um, okay, my favorite thing. The moment he has a conversation with her, you're like, "Ah, that's over. Yeah. Okay. This was really cute, too. Come on. (laughs) Did you hear them quoting Paul Rudd together? It was so cute. He goes, he goes, look at us. Who would have thought? And then she goes, not me. And I was like, ah, and I was like, that's from hot, what hot ones. Remember? No. Okay. Oh. I'll show myself out. Um, there's like a scene where like in hot ones where he's like eating the hot wings, you know, and he's like, and it became a very big meme where Paul Rudd was like, look at us. Who would have thought? Not me. And, but then somebody like edited it. So it was like Paul Rudd talking to himself. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I caught it. <laughs> I was like, I know what this reference is. So that was very cute. And I was like, oh, they're vibing well, it's very clearly sweet. they're meant to be together too because i'm like what the fuck is she talking about like i know about the chicken wing show and uh and whatnot but i i wasn't aware of that they both watch hot they ones a hundred percent they both watch hot ones i can tell um so then so that was so so that was cute but this is my favorite part <laughs> michael and danielle are still on their date and then they obviously set him up like in like the confessionals you know and he's Mm -hmm. like oh i'm just really excited to come back to all these strong couples on the beach and then he gets there and he's like really we're building something around all these healthy relationships it's gonna be great and then he gets back and he's like i don't know who any of these people are (laughs) and i think it's also good because he's like an out-of-touch dad you know that he's just like who are these people on the beach um I also felt like their kiss before they like came down to the beach was kind of womp womp. But anyway, uh, we'll see. It kind of looked like a friend kiss, but I don't know. Uh, and then, yeah, he's so confused. And he's like, it took me 10 minutes to process what was happening. And then it like pans to someone making out on the beach. And it's like, it's Rodney. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, <laughs> okay. So that's that's happening already. And then Jesse, so this is when Jesse gets to the hotel and they're all like, Jesse Palmer, we'd like to talk to you. And he's like, okay, okay, okay. Well, guess what? I brought you a brand new set of men, you know. And um, the best <laughs> oh, thing. What a set, too. They're bringing out the big guns trying to fuck up some relationships. Listen, like, they are very good looking. Um, and Tyler, Olu, a guy who was literally Thor's I'll... stunt double. Come on. Like <laughs> uh, in, in Thor Love and Thunder, that Australian man was the sun double. Shut not up. Not even kidding. IMDB that shit. <gasps> it's fucking for real. Why isn't anyone hanging out with him? What is going on? No one wants to date him. It's like you don't want to date like a guy who's like that. He, I mean, he's he's like a he's an actual god. He oh plays a god. god. Oh, my God. Oh, what are they doing? Come on, ladies, get your act together. My favorite thing was what he said when he was like, as my BAC goes up, my buttons go lower. I thought that was like a very <laughs> funny line. I was like very proud of that. Um, so anyway, so first Shanae is trying to make a move on Tyler. And I'm like, I don't think this is going to happen, but let's see where this goes. Um, 
And so she like wants to go on a date with him, right? Um, Jasenia at the uh, back at the beach is really interested in Andrew, and that's mm-hmm. very cute. That's a very cute pairing. And Andrew is like so tentative, and he's like, "It's not you, it's me." <laughs> shit and i was like listen you just started hanging out with britney no one's gonna like begrudge you if you see what this might be like you're not in hot water just do whatever you want but he's just so awkward he gets in his own way all the time and it's like frustrating Mm -hmm. to watch um but anyway um and yeah yeah she was like you're here and i'm here so what are we gonna do about it and he's just like i don't know (laughs) like i feel sick you know um and then um he's like well you know i'm gonna try to like be strong and i mean i think britney is built the same way and then britney's just like tyler with a shirt off i like that <laughs> you know and you're like uh-oh andrew you better start making out with somebody because i don't think britney's gonna be around for you when you get back together um so Sinead goes on a date with Tyler and Mm -hmm. they do what they call tantric yoga. No comment. And, um, and Tyler, uh, winks at her while they're doing it, which is quite the move. And it goes, well, uh, she wants to, you know, boom, boom with him. And then wait, who was it? Who interrupted? Was it, Oh, it was uh, Jill? Jill. Yeah. And she's just yeah, like, she, she's like, just Jill, like, read the room. <laughs> and Jill's like, oh, God, what do you think's happening over there? <laughs> she's like, yeah, I don't and know. And laying it on thick. Sinead walks in and she's just like, oh, my vagina's so sore. I wish someone would tenderize it. And he's like, yeah. He's just like not getting the signals. He's like, yeah, Jill that was like, like quite a workout, don't you think? Golly gee, you know, and, and Jill's like, oh my God, what do you think's happening? I'm freaking out. And Shanae's like, I don't know. I don't know. Oh my God, get out of here. Um, <laughs> yeah, don't make me like Shanae, but it is funny. Um, and I just, and then, and we know that like before this, I know I'm still jumping around because whatever, it's a confusing time on the, on the bachelor. Um, Jacob says something to wait, shoot. Who's he talking to? Oh, Kate. And he goes, I don't wake up thinking of Jill. And I woke up thinking about you. And I'm like, you just wake up thinking about whatever shiny new object is in front of you next. Mm-hmm. And you don't even have the intelligence of a crow. So I don't really want to <laughs> deal with your crap right now, Jacob. All right. They can remember people's faces, but I don't think you even have object permanence. So no, go away um anyway uh my favorite uh my favorite person uh aaron because <laughs> um you know i'm gonna be a great dude solid like the rock of gibraltar <laughs> <laughs> and i believe him i believe him i think he i don't i don't think he's gonna stray i think he's just gonna hang out vibe for a week and see what happens i do believe him um i think out of all the guys, the only ones who are going to do that are going to be him and Brandon. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, we'll see what happens next time, but I, I'm not getting the vibe. Like, cause, and he even said something like, well, I mean, I could, right. Cause she like made out with someone else right in front of me, but like, I still don't think I'm going to. And so he's kind of like in the middle, but I think pretty, pretty, uh, stuck on like if there's nothing better which i don't think he's seeing he's like i'm good but um he's like you know what it's gonna be fun and i hope she just has a good time with her girlfriends and like and it's gonna be great and then we cut to genevieve just like sobbing oh my gosh this this whole i feel like this whole season is designed to try to like emotionally break genevieve yeah i've never seen someone spend more time like Except for Ashley. All over the place. Yeah, except for Ashley. <laughs> and Ashley's sister. I That was like the best season of Bachelor in Paradise ever when Ashley and her sister both came on the show and they both cried the whole time. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is just, I mean, she's sobbing uncontrollably, but then also like the things that are making her sob, she's also doing to other people. And it's like, you have no concept of what Paradise is. You are not emotionally prepared to be here. And I just like, 
I, I think she has some sort of issues, whether it's like a like a control thing or a self-esteem thing or yeah. there, there's something going on, like a jealousy thing. There's something going on here because it's just it's a lot to handle. And the way that she doesn't reflect on how what she's been doing and the things that she says are hurting her are one in the same. <laughs> it's it's wild <sighs> shit. Man. Yeah, it's weird. But anyway, I mean, like, we see later that Aaron's having too much fun just talking about French fries with people to, like, really care too much about what else is going on on the beach. He's just oh. he's just having a great time and just keeps being more my favorite, to be honest. Um, so then we've got, okay, yeah, so I said that Olu looked like a superhero, and I didn't know we had an actual superhero. An actual superhero. <laughs> at the hotel. Um but like there's all these guys doing like hot guy things and then but we've got Serene and Genevieve just like crying. <laughs> it's just like, what's happening? This is like the men are at least having a good time and even if they aren't like entertaining anything, they're at least socializing and the women are like, I don't even want to go over there. I don't even want to talk to him. I don't even want to deal with it. Mm -hmm. No, I'm not doing anything. Um Yeah, and so then this was when like the Tantric Yoga came in. Um and and then, okay, and then Jasenia and Andrew are, like, on a date, right? And, or, like, or at least hanging out or whatever. And Jasenia, okay, I like her, but I do feel like what she said was a little, like, I'm not like other girls. I like video games. And that kind of bugged me because. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of a gamer. Like, we all like video games, okay? <laughs> um, this is nothing special. I mean, you know, it's like, oh, who is I? I was like talking to somebody the other day and I said something about like, I'm like, I'm trying to hundred percent breath of the wild right now. And someone was like, well, that's a real gamer. And I was like, well, thank you. I just like torturing myself. I think anyone who plays games <laughs> is a real gamer. I don't think just because I sit there and go, I must collect everything that's in this game. I think that's, um, that's like no, a condition a behavior. Yeah. That's a condition. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that oh that's something God. that should be rewarded, but uh, but mm. someone was like, yeah, see, yeah, she's really got it figured out. I'm like, I don't think I do, but I do get my money's worth. <laughs> when I spend $80 on a game in DLC, I will spend 400 hours playing it. <laughs> Guaranteed. Um, anyway, yep. uh, but you know, but Andrew's like, you like video games? And I'm like, we all knew you played video games, Andrew. No one's surprised yeah. right now that you play video games. <laughs> it like oozes out of you in a very good way. Um, so he's like, oh, sweet. We could like play games together. Like, this is kind of neat, you know? Um, and so that's all that he needed to be like, you know what? Yeah, I am going to make out with you because you play video games and you're pretty. <laughs> so good for you. Why ha not? Have fun, Andrew. Fully clothed under a shower. Yeah. Why Which is not? good because he was already kind of sweaty. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, he gets nervous. He gets nervous. Um, <laughs> so Rodney's having a great time with Eliza like they are just hitting it off it's like wow it just, yeah it just feels very natural right and Lace is not having a good time she's straight up having a bad no. time and then she Lace is probably having the worst time she's definitely well yeah I mean I think Jill is definitely in the running but yeah Lace is having quite a bad time and the thing is she makes it worse because it could have been like you know, Schrodinger's like beach. Uh, but instead mm -hmm. she decided to open the box and see if her relationship was dead. And so she's like, I'm going to, I'm going to get in a, a taxi and go over to the beach or whatever. And, um, and then again, Aaron, I really think Aaron should be the host. I don't know why they haven't made this change yet, but anyway, think about it. Bachelor, like he's like the perfect between him and Wells. You could just, you don't need anyone else to host. Um, oh, sure. He goes, I know hurt people hurt people. And so <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> uh, you know, he's like, and Lace is really hurting right now. So it's going to be, it's going to be a rough one, you know? And um, yeah, so this is very weird because it's like very awkward because Lace comes on the beach and she's like, does anybody know where Rodney is? And she's just like laser focused. It's not like she can like, you know, Lace has the no ability to be chill. Like she does not possess any chill ever. And in this case, definitely mm -hmm. not. And 
she's just like, does anyone know where Rodney is? Does anyone know where Rodney is? And the guys are like, uh, well, I mean, he's on, he's on a he's on a date, and she's like, oh, and then she's like, well, do any of you know how he feels about me? And I'm like, what an awkward position to put all of them in. And they're like, <laughs> yeah, uh, everybody's just like, we we got no, I don't know if I, I want to say, no, uh, <laughs> nope, never, haven't heard a thing, haven't heard a thing, not sure, um. It was yeah. great because just like their reaction, Lace is just like, oh boy. Especially because, you know, Wells kind of juiced him up too because he's just like, uh oh, Hurricane Lace is a coming. Better watch out. <laughs> Batting down the hatches. Um, and yeah, so they were just like, uh, yeah, we don't, we don't really know how he feels. And she's like, you don't. And they're like, no. And they're like, well, do you? Like, it's like they're just trying to make conversations. They're like, do you miss him? And she's like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that's why I'm here. Do you think he misses me? And they're like, mm, unclear, unclear. And so um, so then he comes back and like everybody is like trying to mitigate the harm that could be done on this beach in this moment. That's exactly what's happening. So it's like mm-hmm. they get there and they're like, Eliza come over here. We have to talk to you about some bullshit. And then they're like, Rodney, you gotta go that way, because there's someone who wants to talk to you. Maybe it's Lace. <laughs> Can't find out till you go over there. And and then it, we, we're kind of left on a cliffhanger, but I just can't imagine it going well. I would assume that Lace just leaves. But yeah, I, we'll see. I mean, yeah, what's, what's, what's gonna happen here? And Lace, I mean, the whole thing is clearly she's been manipulated by a producer. And I want to tell you, if you're going on oh, The Bachelor, yeah. Bachelor in Paradise, Bachelorette, any of these shows, if the rule is you have to be separated from the person and the producer's like, oh, yeah, we'll let you just go there and talk to them. Do you think it's going to go well for you? Because it's no, not. It's not. It's not. The only reason they're letting you go is because they're like, oh, so let's put you in this horrible situation that we're excited you do experience <laughs> and lace should know this by now like she's been on the show plenty to to know this so i know but Wait, are you a glutton for punishment what are you doing yeah she looked miserable it was not fun to watch so so anyway so she decides to like go talk to rodney and i'm sure next week we'll see the fallout and it's just like not gonna be pretty but to cut the tension of what's about to happen, we do get this absolutely delightful scene about Aaron talking about how he likes flaccid fries. That was, I don't, first of all, you, you like soggy fries. I actually, I get the way that they're just like, I like soggy French fries. I like soggy French oh fries. My, you would, you and Aaron. <laughs> I was like, this is why we need to be BFFs. Forget about James, okay? I also love soggy French fries. And then, like, and who was it, Brandon, who was like, look at this one. Look at how crisp this is. And Aaron's like, I want to throw up. <laughs> it was so good. It was so good. I was like, this is such a great scene. Like, I like these moments the best on the show. Um, it's like when, like, I feel like when Alexis was on the show, we'd get fun scenes like that, you know, because she was, like, such a cut up. And... We just mm-hmm. need more funny scenes. We just need more people who think they're dolphins and shark costumes. Because um, that's what makes I the agree. show fun, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, what are your predictions? Do you think Do you think the couples that I have predicted will stay together will stay together and everybody else will shake up? Or do you have any, any wild... Mm. First of all, I love this. I love the idea of, you know, oh, look at all these stable couples. We could add more women and men to the mix to screw things up or we could really shake it up which they have done appreciate the commitment to chaos uh, very chaotic second i love how we have stripped away the artifice of bachelor bachelor in paradise because how many of these people are like we're in stable relationships and then the moment you drop in some fresh ladies and men oh no everything changes Ugh. i think at this point brandon and serena are the only thing you can count on that's it. Interesting. That's it. I, 
So I, I you can't, think, I mean, you think Genevieve, that's going to be over. You think so? Oh, mm. I, there's, there's no, Aaron's, Aaron's too smart for this. He can't, even if it's not over now, it'll be over eventually. Well, <laughs> Brandon and Serene are the only thing I have confidence in right now. I will say, I do think, I agree with you that I don't think it's going to be long-term with the two of them, but I, I think, I just feel like, Genevieve might self-destruct. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, like I feel like Aaron's going to be like, oh yeah, I was like solid and I didn't do anything. And then she'll, she'll like overanalyze something or be like, well, why didn't you? Or like, you know, I don't know, something like that. And then he's going to be like, oh my God. Cause wasn't there a, I feel like a long time ago, there was a scene, a preview that we saw where the two of them were in conflict. So Mm -hmm. Or it was kind of like a what do you want from me kind of a vibe. I don't know. This was like a long time ago. So I don't like four whole weeks ago. I just don't remember anymore. Um, yeah, yeah. So I think I, I don't think he's going to do anything, at least not anything that he couldn't come back from. But I think that she's going to like sabotage it somehow. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Sorry, Genevieve. Yeah, I mean, so Gen- Genevieve is. She's predisposed to self-sabotage. She's she's really emotionally not in the place where she should be dating anyone right now because of the chaos that has been thrown into her life. There is no doubt in my mind that she'll find a way to screw it up. Again, I don't know. You'll, you'll probably walk away with some people who will continue to talk to each other, continue to see each other, but 100%, the only engagement you can count on is Brandon and Serene. And a discussion. There's, yeah. there's nothing else. Oh, yeah. And I mean, that's why they just showed it to us. Because it's like, uh, that one's obvious. Like, they're going oh, to, so they're obvious. going all the way to the end. They're going to be engaged. They're super yeah. cute And together. notice how they've basically, they've basically been cut out of the last couple episodes, too. Because it's just like, well, they're in a stable relationship. Who cares? Yeah, everything's <laughs> fine. They're doing great. They're super adorable. And and also, like, Brandon's comfortable enough that he's sitting in the corner going, ha, 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 this is going to fuck everybody up. Uh, you know, like, he's just, like, <laughs> yeah. enjoying it. And then just, like, getting to eat fries. So good for him. He's mm-hmm. really living his best life on the beach. Um, all right. Well, and until next time, friends, uh, you know, don't cause drama on your own beaches. Uh, make sure you get your costume pieces together. It's only, what, 12 days until Halloween? You probably have mm-hmm. parties coming up sooner than that. Get your SH together and and take care of yourselves and be safe. And don't sneak uh, critical race theory into candy. How dare you? <laughs> don't do needle <laughs> drugs. Or put the needles in the candy! <laughs> son Brayden was trick-or-treating and he was in a liberal neighborhood and not only did they have Joe Biden signs in their front yards but also they were trying to sneak critical race theory <laughs> into his Halloween bag. I saw them. <laughs>